Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23, we think, of Upon Further Review. I am Kevin Sherrington. I am Barry Horn. And Evan Grant is in the shower. He's sleeping in Seattle. Sleeping in Seattle, that's right. Clueless in Seattle, Evan Grant. Evan uh, Evan is being excused from this uh, particular Cowboys uh, podcast. He'll be with us later on the Rangers podcast. So for right now, uh, Barry and I are going to bat it around a little bit about our predictions for the season. So Barry, let's you go first. Okay. You want, what do you, what prediction do you want? Rushing leader, record, no, team record. Just let's go with the record. Okay. Just make it nice and simple. 11 and five. You, you, you only said that because I've already on, I'm already on record saying 11 and five and so is everybody else. Okay. So I'll say Ten and six. Ten and six. Okay. We like that better. I think that if you look across in our fabulous Cowboys section that came out today, that the only thing wrong with it was that I didn't have anything in it. Um, but there was a. I think. I, th- I think all they were looking for experts. <laughs> yes, they probably were. In all the predictors there, I think they were all either ten and six or eleven and five. You got it right there. Is that what it says? Uh, yes. I don't know. I, I see you predicted you the Cow- I see you predicted the Cowboys. You're in here because you predicted the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Yes, I did. Okay, I'll t- I'll, I'll go with uh, Brandon George and, and go with uh, Philadelphia. You're going with Philadelphia. You're believing now in uh, Chip Kelly. In Chip, I trust. In Chip, you trust because of because I think uh, his offense will give teams problems. I think he has the best running back in the division. Why didn't his offense give teams problems? He was getting because now he, he it's more fit to his style. Now he got rid of the players who uh, w- were talented and good, but didn't fit his style. I think uh, Murray is uh, fits his style better, uh, and uh, I, and the receivers he has, and he has a new quarterback. Look, he has new quarterback, new running back, new wide receivers. I think this 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 will be the Eagles' year. That does not say that the Cowboys will not go further than them, or is it farther than them? That, that would be further, further than them in the playoffs, because I think the Cowboys will be a wild card and go further than the, than the Eagles will. All right, before we get too far on on, on the, I do want to add but, one but, thing. But about I, the I, Eagles. Just, I, just, I just want to say, Lashawn McCoy will will do well in Buffalo, Buffalo. but I think. Uh, DeMarco Murray will fit the offense better. I, I, I agree with most of what you said. I, I will, will say, to me, the real key for the Eagles is Sam Bradford. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I think that uh, when, when Sam Bradford was coming out of OU, there was no question about uh, anything except for his durability. That, that was the, and that's, that was the question in Oklahoma at the end. And now it's been throughout his career in the NFL. Uh, but he is an extremely accurate passer. Uh, and, 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 of course, of, of all the guys who have come from the Big 12 uh, in the last you know, 10 years, quarterbacks, uh, and are they going to make it in the league, are they not? Uh, he was one of the guys that you could, say, you could point at and say, that's what you have to be. You have to be able to fit it in that tight window in the NFL, and he can do that. Now, of course, the question still is, will he, will he remain upright? So, well, I can ask you the same question about Tony Romo. Sure, you can. And it's the, it's the same thing with with any quarterback in any league. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, uh, I think that you know they looked awfully good in the preseason. There's no question. Well, about they that. they were trying to look good. They were trying to overwhelm everybody. They, they, they were, were the anti Cowboys in the preseason. But so. they but they kind of had to get that going too. They, it wasn't just for looks. They, they, look, they got a new quarterback. They got a new yeah, running back. They, they got to get this thing all going. It's not like the Cowboys. They're just going to tune it up a little it, bit. It, and it's here fu- we go. it's funny because I was listening to Cowboy quote unquote experts talking, and they said, "Oh, the Cowboys may be a little rusty coming out in this first game." And I'm thinking, what? And they said, "Well, they you know Dez didn't play in the preseason. Romo barely played in the preseason." 
I'm thinking, well, you can't use an excuse that you're rusty if you had a preseason. So uh, they're no different boat from anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and and I think uh, you want to talk about Sunday night, the Cowboy opener Sunday night, or do you want to talk in general about the Cowboys? We now? we haven't said what our, what our picks all were yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're 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 directing the I show. Said, Go ahead. I said eleven and five. I, I said, said they, I said eleven and five. You maybe changed to ten and six. And then uh, and you'll thank me for that. Uh, and then I, then I said that they will win the division. I th- they'll be a wild card. And they will advance to the NFC Championship game where they will lose to, to S- Seattle. I, in Seattle? That would have to be in Seattle. Yes. So, you know what? I may have to agree with you. But I'll say they lose to Green Bay. Uh, I think either one of those is a good pick. So, uh, and then. What uh, happened to all the parity in the NFL? There's parity. There's mid-level parity, but there's no parity on t- on top. Mm-hmm. There's there's like levels. There's uh, what what have. Well, they're very plateaus. distinct levels, and and you know I think the Cowboys are in the in the upper plateau, the upper I do, level. I do too. But there are a whole mess of teams that could be eight and eight, or six and ten, or ten and six in, in this league. Do you buy the argument that people are saying that the Cowboys way overachieved last year? No, and, and that's why they'll come back. That's why a lot of national people are saying eight and eight. Eagles are the best team in the division, and, and they and they won't they won't make it. Back. I, no, I, I don't buy. I don't think you overachieve at all. I th- I think you. You are what you are, Mr. Parcells, in, in, in the NFL, or is, is it is it Parcells or Herm Ed, or Herm Edwards? Parcells always said that. Parcells, okay. One of his many lectures. Parcells did coach at Wichita State one year, didn't he? Did I think that's We, was we correct. had this discussion. We had this discussion <laughs> over lunch yesterday. Yes, he did. A lot of people did. But let me ask you this: Okay, are we done with our predictions? I, I want to talk about fact. I don't want to talk about predictions. Well, I, I want to talk just a little bit more about uh, about why people are saying the Cowboys overachieved last year. I it, think they surprised people. I think. Oh, there's no question about well, that. You know, and I don't think anybody expected Tony Romo to be healthy. Certainly, nobody saw Demarco Murray coming at, at what he did. Right. Uh, you know, and the, and the gelling of that offensive line. I think that was that, that was probably the biggest story on the team last year. You know, yes. when, when Chris Collinsworth said there were a thousand backs in the league that or a thousand people could run behind this line. I think people are whoa. And I think let me just say this. I think it's a very good offensive line. But when you start talking about the best offensive line at all of all time, I think that's a little hyperbole. Obviously, it is. That's what we do. Uh, but I will say this with the Cowboys' offensive line. Uh, look, how old are these guys? Who, who's the oldest besides Doug Free? Uh, I guess I don't well, even think Tyron Smith's the oldest guy, is he? Uh, I think he is. Oh, oh, you think? But he's been around. He's been around longer. But, but he's been around he those, longer. Right? But you know, he came out as a teenager. So, so, so <laughs> he, was, he was about twenty. I'm, I'm, you know, and and they're going to lock all these guys up. They've already locked up Tyron Smith. So, so I probably there's at least four of these guys. We're going to, or well, yeah, okay. four of these guys who are going to play together for the next six, seven, eight years. All right, talk to me about okay. The offensive line is great; it's all yes. pro; it's, it's Hall of Fame, everything. How about the defensive line? Uh, aren't you aren't you at least a little worried about that without Greg Hardy there? No, not at all. No, no. no I'm telling you, and this and this is going to, this is my column for Friday's paper about the Cowboys. Uh, uh, I'm going to go out and talk to uh, Rod Marinelli today. Get his thoughts on this. I think that this Cowboys defense is going to be even without Orlando Scandrick, is going to be much better than last year's. Because? Because of the additions of? Because of the additions of Randy Gregory, and eventually you're going to get Greg Hardy. Um, and then you're going to, and you have these other guys who were developing, Tyrone Crawford. Sean Lee. Uh, Sean Lee is going to be back. Uh, you're going to eventually get back uh, you know, Ronaldo McLean as well. You're, you're talking about uh, another year for Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, usually in defensive ends, pass rushers, they usually kind of come on more in their second season after they kind of learned a few things, uh, learned a few tricks. And Randy Gregory looked really good in preseason. I was I was surprised when people were saying he looked better than Demarcus Lawrence because I thought 
Lawrence should be further along. But that, that, that wasn't the take at training camp this year. No, and you know, this came up the other day. I don't remember where that was, but we, somewhere we talked about the fact that uh, why wouldn't Demarcus Lawrence be better than Randy Gregory? Well, look, Randy Gregory was not considered a top 10 pick when he came out, right? Got him in the second round, traded up to get him, but he was a second-round pick. Randy Gregory was should have been— No, you're talking about DeMarcus Lawrence was a second-round pick. Yes. And, and, yes. and they traded up to get that. Yes, okay. that's correct. Uh, and so, uh, but Randy Gregory, if, if there hadn't been the marijuana issues at Nebraska, would have been a top 10. Some people are even say maybe a top 5 pick. So that's that's a big difference. I so, think. So if if that's true, why didn't anybody else take him? That's, that's, that's my question. Well, why didn't they take Lyle Collins? I don't know. I, I, I tell I'm you, stunned by that. I, I, they don't have because they don't have the general manager of the year running there. <laughs> that is correct. No, I, I do think that, and, and if you could say one good thing about Jerry, he's not easily scared off of people. Right now, a lot of teams, he gets down there, and you you got to make that first round draft pick, and you do you cannot screw that up. And if I think I'm going to take this guy, and he's going to he's we're going to lose this guy because he's going to uh, you know be behind in drug tests, he's, he's going to be flunking drug tests, or if he's part of an investigation into the murder of his former girlfriend, holy cow, what's that all about? That's just that's just Jer- life in Jerry's Jerry Jones's world. <laughs> Absolutely, that's daily life in Jerry Jones. Yes, world. it is. All right. What, what about the player they took in the first round, Byron uh, Jones? Yeah, we haven't heard a whole heck of a lot about him, have we? And you know they're starting. One of their starting cornerbacks goes out, and he's not even he's not even in a position to move in there. First round pick. You know what? I don't know how much of this is being disguised because they've played him at so many different positions. You know, he's the he's the backup at safety. He's a backup at cornerback. You know, he's supposedly going to play in the dime, the nickel. You know, he's he's got a lot of things going on here, and. Um, I think long term, I wouldn't be surprised if he were a safety for the Cowboys instead of a cornerback. But I I will say, uh, at this point, is he a disappointment? I don't don't know. No, no, I don't think he's a disappointment, but I'm surprised we haven't heard more about him. Let's talk about a disappointment at cornerback for the Cowboys, a high draft pick. Mo Claiborne. There's a shock. No, he's back. He's in the starting lineup. Yeah. Why is is he in the starting lineup? Because of an injury to uh, Skandrick. But but he's in the starting lineup and and he's he's very he would be very pivotal. I bet I bet the Giants come out on um, Sunday night and they say, okay, where's Mo Claiborne? Where is he? Where is he? And let let's go right at him uh, a couple of times. Agree or disagree? Oh, absolutely. Because here's what here's what I think is going to happen here. I, I, I and one of the reasons why I think the defense is going to be better because of this pass rush. That's a defensive back's best friend. And all these guys are going to look a lot better because they're not chasing around these wide receivers for four, five, and six seconds. So I think that's going to make a big difference in these. I, I think that you saw in the limited action we saw in preseason that Brandon Carr looked a little bit better. I think he can he have to. He ha- well, he has to. He looked terrible last year. But I think he completely lost his confidence. You know, he would be there on a guy. It's not like he was the uh, receivers were blowing past him and he was completely clueless on a play. He'd be right there with a guy and not be able to turn and make a play on the ball. Uh, you know, and I think that it, I felt like his decline started in that game in Detroit when Calvin Johnson had 6,000 yards receiving uh, against the Cowboys and they left him out there on an island a lot against Johnson. And I think it destroyed his confidence. Uh, Did, does was, it doesn't bother Darrell Revis when he's out there on the island? He's not Darrell Revis. Oh, okay. Well, come well, on now. Let's, well, let's, let's well, compare well, to well, the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Well, let me ask you this. You're so big on the pass rush. Yes. Greg, Greg Hardy won't be around for the first four That's games. That's correct. And you still think it'll be an improved path, pass rush because of Randy Gregory? Because uh, of Lawrence? Because I think, yeah, I think because of uh, those two guys. And I think Tyrone Crawford's going to be better. You know, when these young guys are, are another year in the league, they're, 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 you would think their arrows are all going up. 
And ETN, you would hope. You would hope. And at this point in their career, that they should be better, right? I think that if you look at that defensive line as it's set up right now, They've gone from uh, where they were picking up guys on the fly at bus stops, you know, train stations, wherever. And now, the, you, is you it see, true they tried to pick you up at one at one point last year? I was actually yeah. picked up in a bus stop, uh, <laughs> but that was by the cops. Uh, <laughs> the if you look across that defensive front now, look and see what the pedigree is now. Those are. Those are second-round draft picks, first-round draft picks. Those are guys that are third-round draft picks. Those are guys who were, who, were, who were taken pretty high in the draft. These are, these are really quality players, a lot more talent than they've had in the past. So the defensive line, as we all know, the offensive and defensive lines are the most important thing in football. And the most important thing on defense is a pass rush. And they did not have that last year. They, they, uh, that, and, that's what, and that's what lost them the, the game against Green Bay. Not the catch, but the fact that let's say he had made the catch. You know, the, the, the thing with, with that defense was they could not get to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers would have led the, the Packers down the field. There's, there's very yes. little question about on that. one leg. On one leg. Well, let me ask you this. You, you, don't see, you see the Cowboys. Is this doomsday, too? That's what you're, you're sounding like. This is, this is a— No, a, it's not there. Is yet. this a top half of the NFL, a top uh, half of the NFL defense? Where they finished last year? 11th? Uh, that number seems to stick in my head. Uh, they were 11th in total defense last year. Something. They, they've improved tremendously. Well, that was because the offense was on the field uh, a, a well, lot that, as and well. And that's true, and, that, and that's why people think—and that's why another reason why people are, are, are picking the Cowboys lower is because of the fact that DeMarco Murray's gone. Okay? So— Listen, I was all for them retaining DeMarco Murray because of not just because of the running, but because of everything he does. Because he's a good pass receiver. Because he's a, he's a really good blocker, and they got to have that. And now we, we they can talk about meat on the bone or whatever it is with Joseph Randall. He's not a good blocker, and I think that's going to end up meaning that. Darren and you, and you know what, DeMarco Murray wasn't for this team. He wasn't a worry what he was doing no. off the field. Hard you worker. Know, you know, he was a hard worker. He was a quiet guy. You might say he was aloof. Uh, you know, he didn't like talking to the media at all, and made it and made it very. We can't blame that on him. Though. Pretty, pretty clear. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he was. You knew that you never had to worry. Where is uh, Demarcus Murray? Demarco, at, De, uh, Demarco Murray at uh, midnight on a Thursday night. Right. Can you say the same thing about Joseph Randall? No. You cannot, and that's one of the reasons why I think they brought in Christian Michael, uh, former uh, player at Texas A&M. Can't call him a former Aggie. They're once an Aggie, always an Aggie. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but a former running back at Texas A&M. Uh, it, it kind of was a little bit of a, of a bust in Seattle. Of course, they got a lot of running backs there, uh, and, I, and I think they brought him in not only because he's he was, you know, he, he wasn't everything they thought he'd be at A&M either. Uh, they had r- really high hopes for him. Maybe it was because of the offense he played and – who played quarterback with him, but he, he he wasn't, and you know he and Kevin Sumlin didn't really get along. They they weren't best buds there. But but you know uh, the Aggies have not had a running back. What running back has really stood out under Kevin Sumlin? None. None. Because it's a it's a it's, it's a, a pass happy it's a quarterback right. uh, driven offense. So uh, so you know they get, they get Christian Michael because he's big and because he's a power back and they want that th- kind of thing. And I think that was a very good pickup. As a matter of fact, I'd like to say that uh, I believe two weeks ago oh. a fan on a chat asked me. Give me two names because I was never given names. They said, "Give me two names of, of running backs the Cowboys could trade for." I gave them two. I gave them two: Monty Ball and I don't know who Christian Michael. Oh, very nice. But so. here, let, let me point something else to you. As long as we're talking about our past brilliance, yes, I've been on your, your brunch is TV way past, by the Sports way. Day on air with you as we're going to be on. Uh, Thursday night, ten o'clock on Fox Sports Southwest. Let me get that nice plug, plug in. Nice you, plug. you and I. But I, I've said. 
people have asked me all along, who's going to be the leading rusher on this team? And what have I told you? I don't you, know. you don't remember. No. Of course not. You can't remember what you had for <laughs> breakfast today. That's true. I said the leading rusher on this team, this is weeks ago, was not yet on this roster. And I'll stick by that. I, st- I still say that Kristen Michael will be the leading rusher on this team by the season's end. I think that's crazy. But, you know, what the heck. No, I, I think that Darren McFadden has a, has a much better chance of doing that. Darren McFadden, you, we, we talked about health of players. Uh, you know, you, you're worried about Sam Bradford. I'm worried about Darren McFadden. This, is this the first time in, in his career, though, that Darren McFadden was not the, the one back? He was not the, not the lead back? Is, is this the first time? Yeah, I'm asking you that question. Uh, prob- well, he's never been. He's never been a real. He's, he's only had one thousand yard season. Yeah, right? and 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 it, and it is, is is rushing yards per carry average is uh, very low. In, in, in but there was, an, I don't. I'm trying to. He's on a bad team. Let's, let's say that he was, yes. he was. He was. He was on a team masquerading as an NFL team out in Oakland. I'm not sure what is going on out there or, or, or what they're doing. Last year, as so, I recall, he was in a little bit of a committee there, but I don't know that it was planned that way. Um, so we'll see how he handles this. I, I thought that one very small sample we saw of him in the preseason. He really ran the ball. He looked good. He, he you can't tell what, what preseason. But who's he running against? He wasn't hunting and pecking, though. That's what I liked about it. He was he was he was running and running hard. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Here, and here's the reason I I, I don't say that uh, you know because first of all all the problems you you cited of Joseph Randall's, but one of them also is the fact he's not a good pass blocker. No, uh, we and, saw we saw that in one of the exhibition games. I'll call it what it was an exhibition game. Yeah. He practically tackled tackled the. Uh, Defender coming in on on uh, the quarterback. Do you yeah. remember that? Yes, he's 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 terrible at that, and and, that, and that's a huge concern for this team because you have to keep Tony Romo clean. You cannot allow you cannot allow these guys to be coming in and taking shots. At so, him. what's a good percentage, Pat? What's a good ratio? Give me a ratio: pass to run. Last year was, was pretty close to fifty fifty. Do you think it could stay that way again this year, or what would be unacceptable? Uh, percentage ratio of passing. Yeah, I, I don't think it can get below fifty. I, very far below that. I, I think no. you know it, it needs to stay close to that. And and I think you know, uh, look, uh, the Cowboys. Uh, you know, Demarco Murray had eighteen hundred yards last year. I don't even know what was the total. Eighteen forty-five. No, no, I know what his total. I'm talking about the team total oh. rushing. Was over over two thousand. It's over two thousand yards, but it's not a lot. He got he got what eighty five to ninety percent of the yards uh, rushing last year. Uh, it's not going to be like that this year. I think they could. I think they could approach the same number of yards. Uh, it'll just be divided up more. But I do think they will. You pass you more. think that they can have two thousand yards rushing with this team? I think it's possible. Is that a prediction? Could we could we write that down? No, let's not write it down yet. No, let's just that, let's I, don't, I don't. Th- I don't think. Let's leave it out there in the ether. Yeah, I think two thousand yards. I think if you told Jason Garrett you could have two thousand yards rushing right now, he'd say, "Book it. I'll take it." And uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll fire my one of my relatives who's on the who's on the payroll. Well, it's a, it, this is everything on that offensive line. All we've heard about how great the offensive line is, and we keep hearing it uh, all the time uh, from lots of experts too. It'll be on them uh, if. Uh, you know, it, and they have to stay healthy too. Sure, they do. Sure, but now they do have a little more depth now. I think than they had last year as well. I think this team, you know, all the look, they've made some some nice additions both uh, through the draft and in free agency uh, the last uh, two, three, four years. Uh, by far the best period in Jerry's tenure since the uh, the Jimmy years. 
So, uh, and I don't think that's a coincidence because of some of the people they've added and, and some of the influence of, of people. Will these be known as the McClay years? Yes, they will be known as the McClay years. He's done a, he's done a tremendous job. The, and, Will, and, the Will McClay years. Will McClay, uh, who's in charge of the draft now. And and I think that's that's been a huge difference. I, I, I think, and, I, and I'm really fascinated by that story, by the way, because. Which story? The story of uh, what, what was the difference that Will McClay made? In the draft room, what is the difference he's making? Because I have to believe that these scouts were coming to Jerry Jones and they were saying to him, we like this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. And Jerry said no. And Jerry, and Jerry would say, I like this guy. I like Felix Jones. I, you know, Jerry would talk to Bill Polian, somebody he really respected, or someone else, and they would tell him. I think he was very much, I think Jerry's very much like Tom Hicks. We always think that Jerry just makes these kind of decisions willy-nilly, and I think that's a misconception. I think what Jerry is, just like Tom Hicks was, as, as he was explained to me by former general manager of the Rangers, He's the kind of guy who would, you would talk to him and he'd have, okay, all right, good, I'm good with that. And then he'd walk to the other side of the room and talk to somebody else and he'd change his mind and go with that guy. And I think that's what Jerry does. So, so what, what if, so now maybe it's the last guy in Jerry's ears is, is, is Will McClay. Okay. And maybe Steven has something to do with that as, uh, and as I think, well. I think absolutely. I'm, I'm willing to consider all possibilities here. I think maybe Steven's having a big influence on him. And I think, uh, certainly is, I think Steven's biggest influence is in the cap. You know, saying we we got to clean this up. We we can't go. Uh, maybe we can't sign. We can't sign Demarco Murray. Yeah, I think so. I think that was it. I I think if it had been up to Jerry, Jerry would have resigned Demarco Murray because how much he loved his stars. Remember the contracts he gave to Daryl Johnston. I mean, he was giving contracts to everybody. That he, he, really uh, he gave Troy a big contract. At the, he gave everybody a big contract. He gave thank you contracts in an era when in in a world where you cannot give thank you contracts anymore. That's right. All right. What else we got? Let's talk about with the Cowboys. I guess we should talk about Sunday night. What are we gonna? What are we saying about this game against the Giants? Win or lose? Up or down? Oh, I think it's it's got to. If, if this is a down, uh, I, I want to take back my ten my ten and six and go to nine and seven. I think this is a game that they win. The Giants are beat up. They're a beat up team. They're missing who? Jason Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. Who's also missing a finger now? Right. Yes, Lost in a we, 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 we think we think he's yeah. missing a finger. No, no one, I, no, no one, no one has actually, I think, seen the hand. No one's actually asked to see it. His doctor has seen it. Uh, he's not playing. They sent him home. Sent him back to Florida. Uh, you know, Victor Cruz is not playing. Victor Cruz. So that's a big. I was loss wondering why Giants. I was able to get Victor Cruz in the first round of my fantasy <laughs> draft the other day. We did. I said, "Why is anybody taking Victor Cruz?" I took him. Then I learned he's not playing this week. No, he's not playing this week. So he's out. And that and that really. But they softens. do have a wide receiver of note. Yes, they do. A guy who's pretty darn good. Odell Beckham. And who had a, the, uh, unbelievable, Brandon Carr remembers him. A, an unbelievable catch against the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. It's pretty much just called the catch. Now. The catch. It's re- replaced the one made by uh, Dwight Clark. Yeah, it's it's the catch. He had that. He's playing in the game, and, and I think – uh, if if it's Mo Claiborne or, or or Brandon Carr, I think they better be, they better be ready for him. Eli is Eli, and uh, but I don't see much of a running game there. They're, they're beat up on they're beat up on line at linebacker. They just picked up the guy Cowboys. Cut. Sec- secondary still hurt. Secondary still hurt. This is a game. This is a game. They have to win. This they game. have to win this this game. Which now now that you've you've convinced me, they won't win this game. <laughs> no, because it, it, it's it's a remember when they opened the season against the Jets a couple of years ago. And that was a game they should have, and they, I don't think they won. No, of course, now we, we do remember that they lost to the 49ers in their opener last year. And not, and not only lost, but pretty much got stomped. Was that at home? I believe that was okay. a home uh, game. But this was is it a, not? I, 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 don't, I don't remember because I can't remember. They came lot. back pretty good after that. They did. But this is, a, oh, this is also a division this game. This is a division which, game. Which is important. And it's against the Giants, a team you should beat, a team that, that is 
Frankly, here's the deal. They should sweep the Giants and sweep the Redskins. And then you take Th- the sp- That's four wins. And then they split against the Eagles. They, they didn't do that last year against the Redskins. Uh, remember that Monday, that memorable Monday night football game? I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it memorable. It was memorable because I remember that game because John Gruden sat there and he just ripped Colt McCoy up and down, uh, who was damaging his, his uh, brother's offense. And Colt McCoy came back and won the game for the Redskins. Yes, he did. They could not afford that kind of loss again. I, I think the, the, the a split I think this would be a loss like that. Uh, a game they should win against a division foe on a, a prime time. I think this would be a loss like that. And I, I don't think they can afford it. No, they cannot afford it. I, I don't. I, I think they're going to win. Uh, I think they will win. Uh, but I will uh, you be rooting for them to win? Rooting for them. I'm asking. How long have we been sports writers? I'm asking. Will you be rooting? Almost for them as to win? I've been a sports writer almost as long as Evan Grant has been alive. Not almost. No, a decade short. Today's Evan Grant's birthday. I, I'd like to mention that because he's out in Seattle, and I think he's 50 today. He is. 5-0. And he'll be joining us for a, a, a Ranger podcast, which I'm sure will be full of uh, happy birthdays. And today. coming up soon. And speaking of which, it's probably time for us to say uh, goodbye on this po- podcast. We'll be back, though, on a Rangers podcast. So sh- be sure to listen to and, that. And then we'll be back to review the Cowboy win and look ahead to the week two when they play. Do you know who they play week two? The Eagles. And that'll Thank be th- that'll be a good game. I mouth the Eagles to Kevin because I was afraid he might say something. <laughs> He's always else. mouthing something to me. I might say Hillcrest High School. I'm Barry Horn.